He is the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Now, we also have to get to his great partnership with MyFrontPageStory.com. The legendary Ross Tucker. What's up, buddy? Nick, what's up, man? How are you? We're doing all right. So the last time you and I had communicated on social media, you were standing in front of one of those beach ice cream carts, and you had asked people, like, what's your go-to? But I don't think I ever got your answer. So wh what is your ice cream cart go-to selection? Oh, man. that That's a tough one, actually. Um, I, 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 I kind of need the spirit to move me. And also, I think it's important to note brands are important. In other words, I would typically say like a chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich deal, like a chip wish, you know, but not all chip wish brands are created equal. Some of them are garbage. Like I can tell you right now, the Nestle, there's nothing better than a Nestle chocolate chip ice cream sandwich. Somehow, both of the chocolate chip cookies are huge, but still like soft and tender for the initial entry of my teeth. And then the ice cream is delicious. Other times, you'll get it and like the ice cream's rock hard. The cookies rock hard. Doesn't taste good. So a good, like, Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich deal. We used to call them chip witches, but these are actually better chip witches than the actual chip witch, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And also your take on it's very much – you've got to be in the moment with it. But I – so that's usually how I am. But in, like, the last, like, six weeks, I've discovered Blue Bunny, another great brand, has loaded bars, these ice cream bars – so, like, they've got moose tracks, they've got uh, a strawberry shortcake, and, Ross, I was doing really well on my lifestyle change and diet until I found about these bars, because they are addictive, and that's where I've gone recently is Blue Bunny Loaded Bars. You know what I like every once in a while? Um, I like just, like, an orange creamsicle. You know, you got the orange on the outside, then you get the vanilla ice cream inside of it. It's, like, it's hot, you're at the beach or the pool or whatever, it's kind of refreshing, um, but then but then there's also like a chocolate a choco taco there, or a nutty buddy, or you know like a chocolate eclair. I mean, there's, there's so many choices. I will say this, and this is I mean I know you had a segment that was off the rails or whatever, which is kind of my specialty. <laughs> I don't understand. Are we all in agreement as a society, Nick, that soft? Chocolate chip cookies are better than hard. Uh, that is my agreement. Uh, no, no disrespect to hard chocolate chip cookies, but you get a good soft batch cookie, and it'll it'll change your life. It'll change your perspective on the world. So, so here's my question. I don't. I'm not aware of a human being that uh, that prefers hard chocolate chip cookies, like a Chips Ahoy, over like a soft batch chocolate chip cookie. So my question is, in 2022, why are we still making hard cookies if everybody prefers soft cookies? I don't get it. I think that's it. Well, okay. Okay. Can, if, I, if I can allow, again, I'm not one of these Cretans who believe this or Cretans who believe this, but they are 
Uh, I can understand if you like the way those cookies dunk in milk. I, I will still go back to soft batch, but a, a alternative theory is maybe some people prefer the way they hold up in milk when you dunk them and then uh, chew on them. No, because it's, <laughs> it's still better to put a soft cookie in milk. You got to do it quick. Otherwise, it'll break apart. But listen, what's the worst thing that can happen? Part of the soft cookie falls into the milk. That's great then. Then the milk is delicious. You have two options. You either take a spoon and you have a delicious bite of soft chocolate chip cookie in the milk, almost like it's cereal, or you simply wait till the end, and at the very end of your milk, you have two or three bites of cookie that have just been dissolving and just waiting for you the whole time. It's the soft cookie still better. Mm. We've got a 252 number and a 704 number on our Garage Door Guru text line that is hard batch OGs over here. But uh, I'm in agreement with you uh, on every level about the, uh, the the hard batch versus soft batch cookie thing. Uh, Ross Tucker of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast on the guest line. Uh, we do have the Baker Mayfield press conference coming up at 1230. I guess like we we now have a talk sports guy on the guest line. So I guess we'll get to his thoughts on this. Um, are you a fan and were you a fan of the Baker Mayfield trade for the Carolina Panthers? So two things. Yes, I am a fan in the sense that they, they didn't really have any other choice other than waiting for Garoppolo. So I'll take a step back. I am a fan of Carolina adding a quarterback. I probably would have preferred Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. And maybe, you know, you're down there. Maybe you can tell me why they preferred Baker. Maybe it's because Jimmy's coming off the shoulder injury, but Baker's coming off the shoulder injury too. And Jimmy has proven more than Baker has. I guess part of the thought process is, you know, Baker theoretically could be the guy long-term, whereas perhaps they don't feel that way about Jimmy. Um, I, I That would be one of the first questions I would ask them. that They'd never answer it, but why did you prefer Baker over Jimmy? But they couldn't go into the season with just Darnold and Corral. I mean, that, that couldn't happen. So I'm a fan that they got somebody else, and I'm a big fan that they only give up a fifth round pick and they're only paying them four and a half million dollars. Yeah, I think the price is what took it to another level. I also think, like, you've got to have some real concerns. Like, there is no better situation than any quarterback's been in the last five years than Jimmy Garoppolo with one of the all-time great offensive lines and all-time great defense and maybe the best signal caller in the NFL. I, I I would not doubt that some, and maybe in Carolina, maybe not, that some teams are afraid of what Jimmy will look like in a less-than-great situation. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but, man, I mean, he's a guy that's kind of been there and done that. Right, I mean, he's kind of he's played in big games. He almost won a Super Bowl. He's gotten them to another NFC Championship this past year. Uh, so I can see that. Um, I would love to know how much of it is Carolina preferring Baker to Jimmy versus the health versus you know maybe the Niners wouldn't have wanted to eat as much of the money as Cleveland did. Ross Tucker, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, on the guest line here. Uh, let's look at the quarterback positions, quarterback battles across the NFL outside of Carolina. Are there 
any other quarterback battles, quarterback conundrums, quarterback, whatever the hell we call them anymore, quarterback controversies that you're most interested this year? Well, let me, let me, I want to, I want to jump back to something, Nick, before I forget, because I don't ever really care uh, typically about what players say at a press conference, but everybody needs to stay tuned at 1230 because this is one of the rare times where I actually do think Baker's press conference is pretty important. You know, a big reason why he's not in Cleveland anymore is because of how he conducts himself, how he conducts himself with the media. You know, even last year he was talking about issues. He didn't talk to the media after a win. I mean, a big reason why he's not there anymore is because of his behavior and basically acting in a way that's unbecoming of a franchise quarterback. I am fascinated to hear in 22 minutes, does he continue that? And, hey, this is just who I am, and I got a chip on my shoulder. Does he do what you want him to do, Nick, which is give you a slogan and get you fired up? Or does he change his ways a little bit? Is he humbled a little bit by what's happened in Cleveland? I'm, I'm fascinated to hear what he says and how he conducts himself. Ross, uh, looking to another quarterback situation, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Uh, the Zach Wilson situation, uh, his ex, his ex fiance is now dating. I'm assuming his ex best friend, and then his ex fiance uh, accused Zach Wilson of sleeping with his mom's best friend. Do you feel good about anybody in the Zach Wilson situation? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I feel great about Zach Wilson, depending on uh, a number of factors. I mean, first of all, what is going on in 2022? And I have still, as of yet, been unable to find a picture of his mom's best friend. That's a good point. I mean, that's a critical, critical component of this. So what are you doing, people on the Internet? I mean, if, if, if it's not about going on Facebook, which is probably where she's at, and finding a picture of Zach Wilson's mom's best friend and putting it on the internet for me and Nick Wilson, then what are you even doing with your life? That's number one. Number two, I need a reaction from Zach Wilson's mom. Is, is she horrified? Is she totally okay with it? Like, that's another big piece. Of, I mean, either way, Zach Wilson is going to get a lot of props from his teammates, right or wrong, I, I'm not judging. I know we're in talking in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. I'm not judging. I just, I would love to know what Zach's mom thinks about this. And the conversation's like, I'm assuming, did Zach's, mom's already, did Zach's mom already know? Or did Zach then have to say something to his mom about it? I mean, if Zach ex-fiance or whatever, ex-girlfriend, if she knew about it, I'm assuming Zach's mom knew about it. Did she confront her best friend? Did she ask probing questions about, like, her son's performance off the field? I mean, there's a lot there. Do you think that if Zach's mom is mad at him, that an apology from Zach Wilson to his mom from myfrontpagestory.com. Do you think it could help ease the tension in the Wilson household? 
This is why you're the best in the business, Nick Wilson. This is why anytime you ask me to go on, if I can, I do it. That's an amazing segue. That should be textbook. Like Radio 101 at Syracuse or Ball State. You went to Ball State, right? Uh, Bowling Green. We are, uh, we're an Ivy League school now. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Same. Those, are all, those schools are all the same. So anyway, so I do those games on TV. I've been to all of them. They're all the same. So um, my point is this, though. Yes, it would be a great apology. What he should get for his mom is maybe for his anniversary, her anniversary or for a birthday or maybe just to say I'm sorry, get her a story about how wonderful a mom she is with quotes from him, maybe his siblings. That will go a long way. His mom will read it. She'll see the quotes. Oh, Zach loves me. And, okay, he's a 22-year-old boy. Like, I get it. It's not really his fault. It's my best friend's fault. I should be mad at my best friend, not mad at my son, who just did what most 22-year-old men would do. This is why Zach Wilson needs to start listening to your and my advice. I think we've solved it here. Follow this man on the Twitter machine, at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, I appreciate you. Absolutely, Nick. Anytime you know that. Take care.